2: Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far...
5: Rafi is the voice of some of the happiest songs of our generation.
3: Baby
5: so, who is the man behind Baby Beluga? Every
3: human being wants to feel respected. When we start with young
6: children, all good things can grow from there.
5: I'm Chris Garcia, comedian, new dad, and host of Finding Rafi, a new podcast from iHeartRadio and Fatherly. Listen every Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: Executive producer Paris Hilton brings back the hit podcast, How Men Think. And that's good news for anyone that is confused by men, which is basically everyone. It's real talk straight from the source. The How Men Think podcast is exactly what we need to figure them out. It's going to be fun, informative, and probably a bit scary at times because we're literally going inside the minds of men. Listen to How Men Think on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Gangster Chronicles Podcast is a weekly conversation that revolves around the underworld. From criminals and entertainers to victims of crime and law enforcement, we cover all facets of the game. Gangster Chronicles Podcast doesn't glorify or promote illicit activities. We just discuss the ramifications and repercussions of these activities. Because after all, if you play gangster games, you are ultimately rewarded with gangster prizes. Our Heart Radio is number one for podcasts, but don't take our word for it. Find the Gangsta Chronicles podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Welcome to Spooky Week. A week where we are... Not really any spookier, honestly, than the average things happening because everything happening is is terrifying and, like, ghosts and ghouls are are, are a lot more fun. Anyway, what, what, hang up. In this podcast, don't listen. Go watch Herbert West Reanimator. Have some fun. Um, but if you decide to keep listening to podcasts for some reason, we have a bunch of spooky content for you this week. How was that? How was that introduction, Sophie?
8: Ooh, bad. Ooh, bad spooky All right. scary garrison.
6: yeah get get going do your thing yeah my my thing so yeah <laughs> we're doing we're doing spooky spooky week which was very excited about but yeah every everyone i've told about spooky week they're like oh so it's just a regular week for for the show I'm like yeah, know, pretty, yeah I'm... pretty much no no pretty it's more um... fun <laughs> but it is in a few ways it is actually going to be more fun because the <laughs> this the the, the the spooky Spooky, spooky mind bending tales. On, Harrison. Um, Commit are, to the goddamn bit. Yeah, pit. yeah. Spooky mind bending tales you. actually do have do have some more fun than just the solely depressing ones. Yeah. I mean, so this, was a, this was this was the
8: first theme week that we all agreed upon months ago. This was ago. the first theme week. I was week. like, yeah. can mm-hmm. we do something around spookiness near Halloween? And everybody unanimously said yes.
6: Yes. Yes. This is the first theme week. Um, we have. We we have we have been promising Nut Week coming up eventually. Yeah, we're <laughs> we going to gonna tease. We've hey. talked about things
0: that made us nut, or where we talk about the legumes.
6: L- mostly legumes. legumes.
0: Okay, that's fair.
6: Um, but anyway, uh, we should we should start off our first our first spooky tale. Um, so I'm I'm going I'm going to tell a, a very very spooky tale of a of of an entire French town going going mad over the course of a single week. Um, Hell yeah. probably with the help of psychoactive drugs and a certain three-letter agency. You know what I think we're going to get to do, Garrison?
0: Uh Uh-huh, my racist French accent! (laughs) I did did, get get a few messages for that. You can't be racist against the French. They're like the British or Americans. (laughs) I did get a
6: few messages saying that your French accent was very racist to the French. (laughs) There is a certain
0: number, it's like the Germans, there's a certain number of genocides after which people get to make fun of your country, and it's not racist. And that number is, let's say, three.
5: <laughs> Honestly, the, the the worst part of this story is that we're probably doing critical support for France.
6: <laughs> I mean, well, in, in, a, in a way. Well, <laughs> we'll see. Up. Honestly, I'm going to be kind of more critical support to the CIA by the end of this one.
5: Um, Hopefully. <laughs> oh, Hopefully. So,
6: <laughs>
0: yeah, that's that is the most critical support can be. <laughs>
6: <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah. our very spooky tale begins in 1951 in a small, charming French village called Pont Saint Esprit, which is how I'm going to say Saint-Esprit. it. Saint Esprit. That yeah, there okay. you go. Yeah, there you um, go. So not much happened in this little picturesque uh, little little town on the south side of France. You know, uh, on the day we start, it's just like a regular summer day. People are going about their routine, going to their jobs. Kids are playing in the street, enjoying some delicious, freshly baked bread. Um, But suddenly, strange things begin happening. Um, And I'm going to start off with some of the more mild, mild, mild effects here. Mm -hmm. So on on August 15th, first uh, dozens, then hundreds of people began uh, first just complaining of nausea. Uh, you know, and, and some people with some like stomach and abdominal pain. Uh, oh yeah. They're less, coming up. Yeah. <laughs> less often <laughs> l- less often noted, there was a few instances of like vomiting and diarrhea. Um only about thirty percent of people had diarrhea. That is that is a, a weirder, weirder thing. Yeah. That's a lot um, of
5: diarrhea. Yeah, that is
6: on like
0: a town-wide basis, 3% X yeah. significant... Ex- 30, sorry. Yeah, that's a significant strain on the sewage system.
6: 30, 30% of the people affected, which is going to be like a few hundred versus... If I you know, was taking
0: drugs with a group of friends and a third of them had diarrhea, I would say we might... Need to go to a hospital. This yeah, is a sign that, is, that we that have is. taken someone
6: that, that perhaps what we got was tainted. There is, there is, yeah. We'll, we'll be talking about what actually, what yeah. the actual drugs mm. being used here are going to be. But unless that, we were that, taking that's, like amphetas
0: or something, where that's not an uncommon side effect. But yeah, so, yeah. Sorry, first, continue.
6: first nausea, a little, a, a little bit of vomiting, stomach pains, cramping. Um, hospitals began reporting people experiencing alternating warm and cold waves over their entire oh, yeah. body. Uh, the British Medical Journal recalls abundant sweating and a disagreeable odor, um, which I'm guessing the odor is just because there's all those sweating people in the same cramped hospital room yeah, sweating in, the, in, people in, in the summer, he- in a in the summer heat. Yeah. yeah. So
0: anyway. Um, and they're French, so <laughs> a lot of escargot sweats.
6: That's all I'm be, saying. I don't want to get more messages saying that <laughs> I have to stop by the saying races, that I mean,
8: he's going to do it more.
6: By
0: the okay. way, do we know that the diarrhea was the result of of whatever substance, or maybe it's just the wine shits? Again, we French.
6: don't. We there's no way to tell. Um, there's no way to know. So yeah, uh, <laughs> patients began complaining about weird pains and pressure around their neck. Which yeah, um, and one of the, one of the most reported symptoms was insomnia, in some cases lasting so, se- several days. Uh, quoting the British Medical Journal. Uh, The first symptoms appeared after a latent period of six to 48 hours. The digestive disorders quickly became worse, with burning sensations throughout the entire digestive tract. Some experienced sensations of burning at the anus. A state of giddiness persisted.
0: I mean who's not giddy when your anus is burning am I right I do,
6: I do like, like this is like this is like the like the clear side that there's like some some psychoactive drug going yeah. on cuz like your anus is burning and yet you are you're very psyched. giddy you you're are psyched.
0: on board yeah uh, uh
6: yeah it's like
0: that sign from that uh, what is that from a uh, rejected by what, what what's that that cartoonist like my anus is bleeding but like you're down you know you're down you're, for it yeah yeah you're you're you're
8: 110% was that a so, John Mullaney impression
6: no, 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 no. It's uh, Who did Rejected? Because um, that
8: was bad.
6: It wasn't a John Laney impression, Sophie. Oh, okay. That's no, just your was, poisoned millennial your car- brain. Cartoon- Don Hertzfeld. Yeah, great artist. Yeah, great artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these pale and uh, limp patients, uh, still quoting the British M- Medical Journal, these pale and limp patients showed inconspicuous trembling of the extremities, mm-hmm. and they complained of disorders of the visual accommodation and especially being unable to read. So this this is this well, is the again, more mild. Fringe, so. This is
8: the. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this could be a long one, Gare.
6: <laughs> so, this is for, for, for many people affected. This is where the symptoms stopped. Um, after suffering for insomnia for a while, with you know mild d- disorders of the visual accommodation, um, and you know and, and stomach pains and like weird like neck things. After they were able to sleep, that was the sign of their recovery. It's like the ability to sleep again after the insomnia wore off. But in, a, in around 50 of the cases reported, the effects were much more intense. Um, I'm going to continue from med- from the medical journal first and then get into some of the more colorful reporting around the incident. Uh, quoting the med- medical journal again, "...vivid visual hallucinations appeared, in particular themes of visions of animals and of flames." All of these visions were fleeting and variable. In many mm-hmm. of the patients, they were followed by dreamy delirium. Yeah,
0: but that's, that's about right. That's actually a pretty good description of like, LSA, LSD, those kind of, like, that. Yeah, movies always get it wrong because you're not, usually not, like, you're not seeing some sort of, like, visual, like, cartoon world. It's it's these kind of, like, fleeting impressions of visions and things in the corner of your eyes. Yeah, it's a pretty good it, it,
6: it, Especially on lower, do- like, it is unclear yeah. what exactly they were on because there, there definitely can be the more cartoon elements. Oh, I mean, but-
0: you can get full open-eyed hallucinations, yeah. like, especially the Shogun chemicals will do that, but I don't get it so much with, like, LSD, LSA. And LSA, yeah. if you want to shit yourself, Oh, that is that is true. Eat, right? eat some Hawaiian yeah. baby wood seats. <laughs> yeah, get so- them from Home Depot
6: <laughs> and have yourself a horrible night. <laughs> uh. So the delirium uh, seemed to be systematized with animal hallucinations and self accusation. Was weird weird terms from the from yeah, the that's medical journal. Self accusations. Yeah, it's. I think I think they're trying to get at ego death, but they don't yeah. have terms for it yet. Um, Either
0: that or that. Like sometimes you're hallucinating. You get like overcome with like guilt. Like oh, I did this terrible thing. Or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's angry at me or whatever.
6: Like Con- continuing from the medical journal. Uh, so yeah. self accusation and and it was sometimes mystical or macabre. Uh mm-hmm. In some cases, terrifying visions were followed by fugus, which is a an old fugue. term for like fugues. It says fugue. it says fugues. Yeah, yeah fugue. Fugues. It's-, it's pronounced fugue. Yeah, it's it's like it's state. it's like it's like extreme it's like extreme disassociation. Yeah um, yeah, you're kind of zombified a little bit. Yeah and two and two patients threw themselves out the window. Um, oh boy. Yeah. Thief. The delirium was of a confusal kind, which could be interpreted for some moments by a strong stimulation. Every attempt at restraint increased the agitation. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> it gets, That is yeah. how
0: restraining people I've had to restrain a number of people, and it does not calm anyone down. Especially people don't like when you're, to be restrained. Especially
6: when you're tripping hard. Yeah. Yeah, this sounds like a real real bad yeah. time. Not um, the
0: not the thing to do.
6: In severe cases, muscular spasms appeared. Uh, the duration of these periods of delirium was varied. They lasted several ou- several hours in some patients, and in others, they persisted yeah. overnight. So that, uh, and then here, here it's, it's we're gonna get a little bit darker, and then we're gonna have more fun. Um, we observed four fatal cases: three men and one woman. Three of these people were old and in bad health. Uh, one of the men was only 25 years old and had, had been in good health previously. They died in a muscular spasm in a state of cardiovascular collapse. I think this is probably yeah. mostly due to how the doctors were handling these patients. Yeah, that sounds right.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously your your blood pressure and whatnot can elevate when you're when yeah. you're hallucinating, but yeah, I think it also has a lot to do with.
6: The way they were being handled. Yeah, you're right. Um, the disorders developed more quickly in children, but also left them more quickly. An interesting feature of some of the cases was that the delirium was the first sign to be noted. So it depends. people come up came up on different ways, right? Some, some of them first had weird body feelings. Some of them first started just see- seeing stuff. Um, one other interesting tidbit that we're not going to spend much time talking about, but like around uh, two weeks after this initial incident, some symptoms started to reappear. Uh, Either Hmm. through like a secondary poisoning or it was like some kind of like acid flashback. Um,
0: Yeah, it must it must because I've I've done a
6: fuckload of acid. I've never had a flashback. Um, I did at
0: one point. I mean, I have like done some damage. And so I have permanent tracers, but it's not like my guess is they got I, I think the idea that there are like acid flashbacks that are vivid hallucinations has been pretty heavily debunked. My guess is they got redosed. I yeah, know. I don't know. I I might fight you, bit on be the PTSD. Acid... It, yeah. it's like it could be that it was traumatic enough that like they're having they're dealing with PTSD and kind of that's yeah. what's happening. But
6: I don't know. I, and yeah. I think I, I definitely have seen enough reports that would see acid flashbacks definitely actually being a thing in some cases, especially in like the early days of studying these types of drugs in like the '60s. Like the the, the CIA reported a lot of stuff around acid flashbacks around the people that and they th- tortured. But C- I guess if, 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 it's tied, if, if it's tied to torture, that could just be PTSD stuff. It yeah. could be PTSD. It's also, I mean, one
0: thing you have to know, and I don't know what kind of dose these people were getting. When the CIA would dose people, they were sometimes giving people doses. Tons. Yeah, people do not take like you do not take that much. Acid no, yeah, like like hundreds or thousands or yeah, millions of like, hits. Yeah, yeah, like a a ridiculous, ridiculous irresponsible doses.
6: Yeah. So n- n- now, now we're gonna get to some of the some of the more fun descriptions here, which we can actually kind of like, based on our experiences, can actually kind of see like what was actually going on in these people's heads. Um, so basically, we had at least dozens and dozens of people tripping very, very hard. Um, the local postman was doing his rounds on his bicycle when he was suddenly overwhelmed by nausea and wild hallucinations, uh, quoting him, it was terrible. I had the sense, I had the sensation of shrinking and shrinking and the fire and the serpents coiling around my arms. Yeah. That guy had some other stuff going on. <laughs> the <laughs> mailman.
0: Yeah. Cause the very first acid trip was on a bicycle when Heinrich Hoffman yeah. like made it and dosed himself. He started coming up. I believe it was in Amsterdam, like riding his bicycle, which is like, well, this is lovely. <laughs> Yeah, I've made uh,
6: something cool. Uh, uh, uh,
8: uh, Why was did... the postman riding a bicycle to deliver packages and because mail? Because they're in
0: France. Because it's your France. Oh we no. do not have the vehicles.
8: It's the 1950s. It's not. There is the a sw- wheel only came to France in 1924. I mean, that's. I'm sorry, Postman. So yeah,
6: the mailman fell off his bike and was taken to the taken to a hospital in a nearby town. He was put in a straitjacket and he shared a room with three teenagers who <laughs> were Jesus also tripping Christ. and the teenagers yeah, were chained to their beds to keep them under control. Yeah, that's that's how you. It help sounds with horrible. That. Right? seeing oh, yeah, having trip.
0: flashbacks
6: to this to being chained to a yeah, bed while Jesus. tripping.
0: Yeah, that's a bad thing Said, to do.
6: Some of my friends tried to get out the window. They were thrashing wildly, screaming, and the sound mm-hmm. of the metal beds and jumping up and down. The noise was terrible. I, pr- I, would, prefer t- I would prefer to die than go through that again. Yeah, which, that sounds you know, yeah, fucking totally. terrible. This sounds like, yeah. the, like uh, the worst acid trip you yeah, could go on. That
0: sounds like about the worst way you could have a trip go. It sure. sounds
6: awful. Um, yeah. So back in the French town, uh, uh, a, a little girl screamed as she was being chased by man-eating tigers.
8: Oh my goodness. <laughs>
6: A woman sobbed about how her children had been ground into sausages. Oh, great. <laughs>
8: <laughs> oh, no. So graphic and specific.
6: Yeah. A large man fanned off a terrific beast by smashing his furniture and using the wood as weapons.
0: Good for you, buddy. Good for you.
6: A husband and wife ran around chasing each other with knives.
0: <laughs> Again, probably something else going on there. <laughs> Yeah. My my guess is we're not just talking the acid in, in <laughs> that because I have again been on acid a lot around knives and other weapons. I have you never chased somebody. I've with never them. chased no. someone around
6: with knives on no. acid. But again, that's like, a couple I
0: think, who was on the verge of a knife chase I think, before I think, the acid.
6: I think I think the important part here is that like in 1951 in this French town, like acid wasn't a thing yet. Like like yeah. like like, yeah, like, like sure. hallucinogenic drugs weren't a thing. Right? Even yeah. like even like mushrooms weren't popular around this time. No one knew what what the hell was going on. Like they just think that they're just basically losing their minds. Like, like there's there's no other explanation for what's happening to them. Can we just, yeah. can no, that's we fair. just
8: say that the most uh, shocking thing that has come out so far is that when Robert was on acid, he wasn't chasing people with knives? That seemed like... <laughs> it's, it's-
6: honestly, like, depending on your acid trip, you wouldn't want to chase yeah, someone with I've a knife. Wanted. Like, it's not, that's I mean, not the kind of headspace you're in.
0: We would... We would, like, during the the winter solstice, we would would take a bunch of drugs and grab my AK-47 and hike out into the woods, and we would shoot down a fir tree, and we would drag it back to a clearing, and we would bury it
7: (laughs) standing up,
0: and we would drape it in pig intestines and put a pig's heart on it, and then we'd cover it in gasoline and light it with firecrackers and dance around it like the pagans of old. But there was nothing
6: aggressive about that. No, you 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 very rarely would want to hurt somebody on no. on acid in my experience. Like you you generally generally are at least you're like way more compassionate in, in a lot of ways. Um, but if you have no idea what acid is and you're just – you're in the 1950s and you're losing your mind and you're seeing weird things, then, yeah, I can see how this would maybe cause some other types yeah, of behavior to you just
0: happen. think that, like, because, God like, is
6: angry at you. Yeah, like, because, like, they're not dosing themselves either. Yeah. Like, they're being dosed, right? It's like they don't yeah. – it's very different where, like, you're deciding to go on a trip versus this is happening to you and you have yeah. no decision.
0: I think for basically anyone in this position, the logical assumption would be, oh, the devil has taken over our exactly. town and our minds have, we have been infested with demons. Like, yeah, that's, what yeah. else yeah. are you going to assume? You're not going to be like, oh, this drug that's just barely been invented and yeah. that nobody really knows about yet except for weird nerds. It must be some version of that that I've taken accidentally. No, you're going yeah. to assume no, like no demons knows.
6: are in your blood. So uh, look, one interesting tidbit before we before we go on break. Um, even some of the local animals had been affected by whatever poisoned the town. Um, uh, there, there was a, a there was one dog in particular that kept chewing on rocks until its teeth chipped away.
8: I don't like this.
6: And and ducks were behaving very odd. Um, it's described that they, they were they were walking around erect and upright like penguins in a line, and they just like what? very weird weird behavior from, from ducks. That's um, the scariest so. thing I've heard
0: so far. That kind of makes me wonder.
6: <laughs>
3: Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: to dose our
0: ducks, scares
5: <laughs>
6: <laughs> we are not do- we're not wasting acid on the ducks <laughs> you
0: waste no a lot of- i mean there's a lot of things you could give ducks
6: <laughs> we're not we're not giving ducks acid that's well, not the nice thing about giving
0: ducks drugs is they're all monsters
6: that is true they are monsters yeah. and rapists yeah um, every one of them yeah well, all of the male ducks so anyway a-, a reoccurring theme was that people were running around wildly and being very fearful of like monstery animals and encroaching flames um Sounds like the ducks were having a good time, though. They're the just ducks, walking the around ducks like were having doing a Doing their ministry time. of
0: silly walk shit. Like, like, I don't know what all these people are bummed about. This is rad.
5: Okay, so w- when you first said that, I heard dogs, and I was like, that is the most terrifying no, no, thing ducks. I've ever heard. Ducks, ducks is would, much funnier. Yeah. It's like
6: ducks standing like very upright like penguins walking yeah, around in a line.
0: I think ducks might enjoy it. I think dogs are a little too aware of what's going well, on. Garrison did it. say yeah. dog.
8: The, the stone thing was about the dog.
0: But yeah, with the, the 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 dog dog
8: scary. Yeah, I just don't know that ducks. the dogs
0: enjoy because, like, I've seen dogs accidentally eat large amounts of pot and whatnot. And they and they, are, they, they they are they not get weird. It. They yeah they yeah, they they're, they they're pretty bad, scared. Not, yeah. Having a good time.
6: They're they're pre- they're pretty scared. Yeah. Yeah you know what is also very spooky capitalism (laughs) yeah capitalism and all of these spooky advertisements to sell you things advertisements are also a form of mind control speaking of the CIA in the 50s anyway
9: profoundly damaging Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: The Gangster Chronicles Podcast is a weekly conversation that revolves around the underworld. From criminals and entertainers to victims of crime and law enforcement, we cover all facets of the game. Gangster Chronicles Podcast doesn't glorify or promote illicit activities, we just discussed the ramifications and repercussions of these activities, because after all, if you play gangster games, you are ultimately rewarded with gangster prizes. iHeartRadio is number one for podcasts, but don't take our word for it. Find the Gangster Chronicles podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
10: I'm Jake Halpern, host of Deep Cover. Our new season is about a lawyer who helped the mob run Chicago.
3: We controlled the courts. We controlled absolutely everything.
10: He bribed judges and even helped a hitman walk free. Until one day when he started talking with the FBI and promised that he could take the mob down. I've spent the past year trying to figure out why he flipped and what he was really after. From my perspective, Bob was too good to be true. There's got to be something wrong with this.
8: I wouldn't trust that guy. He looks like a little scumbag liar, stool pigeon. He looked like what he was, a rat. I can say with all
3: certainty, I think he's a hero because he didn't have to do what he did, and he did it anyway. The moment I put the wire on the first time, my life was over. If it ever got out, they would kill me in a heartbeat.
10: Listen to Deep Cover on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: We are back from the spooky advertisements. Nailed it. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I think another another reoccurring factor for why a lot of these people have very similar types of experiences around like snakes, um, which we'll talk about later, and like flames is like with this many people tripping and no one knows what tripping is. I think it's really a- easy for an idea or a fear to spread from one person to another while they're tripping. Um, with like this yep. many people, I think if someone says something, it's going to start happening to someone else, and it's kind of like kind of kind of this like cascading effect where they all uh, develop this very similar fear is because it's almost like being spread like an infection. Um, so there was there was a uh, one man convinced that red snakes were devouring his brain, and he jumped out a window. <laughs>
5: Oh no! Wait, did he did he live yeah. through
6: this? He did live. Um, another-
0: yeah, I'm guessing a lot of these. It's it's like France in the 50s. So I'm guessing most of these buildings are not super.
6: They're high not. Up they're not super high up. They're, no, no. They're
0: like go, fall in a foot or two.
6: Although here we have another one. Um, uh, another man reportedly leapt from a window, yelling, "Look, everyone! I'm a dragonfly." The men <laughs> broke. The men broke both legs. Aww. <laughs> wow. But he stood up and continued running. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking rad.
6: Wow. King, sigma, <laughs> sigma behavior.
0: Yeah,
5: absolute,
6: just, no, we're, absolute we're adding sigma we're behavior. Adding, that we're was shit. This is, this is, this is shit. a new
5: kind of man. New, new kind, kind of dude just man. dropped. The this rarest kind of man. <laughs> <laughs> Look,
6: everyone, I'm a dragonfly. Breaks both legs and keeps running. <laughs> yeah. Look, Amazing. based on the
0: information you've provided us, I can't say he's not a dragonfly.
6: No, he is an <laughs> abs- absolute, absolute king. Oh, good for him. I, I hope he had a great life. Yeah. <laughs> Um, an, 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 another one saw his heart escape through his feet And besieged a doctor to, to, to try to put it back into place Yeah, you don't want to have that happen That doesn't sound that, fun yeah, you, um, want to keep, you want to keep that somewhere around the middle of your body Someone sprinted down the lane Claiming that he was being chased by bandits with donkey ears Okay, no um, Fair enough. At a nearby river, a man was convinced that he was a circus tightrope walker and attempted to balance his way across the cables of a suspension bridge.
5: How did you know? Oh, do? no. It doesn't right. say. The Wait. report does not tell you. Sounds well, like he did this. great. Yeah, like he, <laughs> Maybe he's he was not, right. He's, yeah, he's not in the death report. Yeah.
6: So he's clearly not he lived for it. <laughs> and therefore. Um, an- another another person did try to die in the river. Uh, he tried to jump into the river uh, only to be saved by his friends. And he was screaming, I am dead. I am dead. And my head is made of copper. And I have snakes in my stomach. And they are burning me. <laughs> such a weird description of like tripping and saying like, my head is made of copper. I'm just trying to think of like, what was going on what like what what series of events did, did he spiral down in his brain to have that sentence? I just I'm not quite sure. It's it's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's I it's definitely I can definitely see it happening. I just I just can I'm trying to think like what exactly what would happen
5: to get to that point. It's real real interesting. I, I think some of these are hard because again, it's like these people just think literally think they're going insane. Yeah. Or that yeah. like this stuff is just actually happening to them.
6: Like you like when, when you're tripping on acid, you already kind of have the feeling that you, you there is fe- moments where you feel like this is like this is like never going to end. Even oh, though yeah. you even though you know you know you're on acid. These people don't know that, right? Like these people don't have the reassurance. They're like, "No, I took acid. I'm on a drug. This is going to be yeah, over Yeah, 8 hours they or think, so it's going to be." They think this is going to last forever, right? Like they think yeah. this this is just the world now. Like this is just one of those Robert Anton Wilson,
0: who is a, a thinker I enjoy a lot, writes a lot about how to calm people down when they've taken too much. And most of his advice is around talking about like Okay, well, how long ago did you take it? Hey, well, that the good news is that this is going to end here. You know, it's only going to last this long. Like you're you're through this point. Oh, this is the this is the the second hour freakies, and by the third hour, you'll be fine again and enjoying it. Like it's all about making keeping in people's minds like this is going to pass. So yeah, you're right. Like
6: this is the fucking worst way to take drugs. (laughs) All right, so. Local newspapers, uh, uh, and also like in, in national newspapers, described uh, described this as, uh, Among the stricken, a delirium rose. Patients thrashed wildly on their beds, screaming that red flowers were blossoming from their bodies. People throwing themselves from rooftops, men and women throwing their clothes off and running in the streets naked. And children complaining their stomachs were infested with coils and snakes. Oof. Oof. Which I mean half of that sounds like yeah, that's like a normal good time, just running around the streets naked on acid. Other halves like yeah, that that doesn't seem pleasant with coils and snakes in your stomach. But also like flowers blossoming from your body, I can I can I can understand that kind of sensation. Um, but like it definitely it definitely wasn't all horrible and like nightmarish. We 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 already mentioned the giddy people with burning anuses. Um, but for like the full on tripping folks. Uh, According to the New York Times, there was was reports of people, like, hearing heavenly choruses and seeing, you know, bright colors. The world looked beautiful to them. Um, Apparently, the head of the farming co-op wrote hundreds of pages of, like, enlightened tripping poetry. (laughs) See,
0: that that guy must be sick (laughs) as shit because knowing nothing, he starts (laughs) tripping. Not knowing he's tripping It's just, like... Time to make some
6: fucking art. Like,
0: you, you know what this head state is good for? Writing some shit.
6: He just like, went to his cabin and just wrote poetry. Yeah, that's
0: fucking awesome. That's a guy, I, I'll bet he handled just everything that life threw at him well. Like, like, that's, that says a lot about you when you're like, oh, demons have infiltrated my brain. Guess I'm gonna hang out in my cabin and write some poems.
6: Hundreds of pages. Mm-hmm. Wow! Oh, <laughs> uh, like I, I can hardly, I can hardly write shit on acid. I cannot imagine trying to write poetry. <laughs> God. I mean, I've done a lot of creative
0: stuff on acid. Creative
6: stuff, yeah. I just feel like, like specifically, like reading and typing can can be hard at certain mm. points. You know, if if you're like coming down, it, it can be easier. But like, it's as not really it, as... good for like
0: writing. It's good for ideas that you yeah. later can flesh out into writing. But yeah,
6: yeah. So unfortunately, you know, because this was, you know, no one knew what was going on, many people were taken to local asylums in straight jackets and tied onto beds, making things... Uh, undoubtedly yeah. worse for people yeah. tripping um, it's like, one of
0: those things i can't even be angry at them because like they don't know what's going on i know like, like they, you have they, no they, idea they, they what's, happening. what's going on <laughs> like, but, like nobody the, the whole, does
6: the, the whole like every attempt at restraint increase the agitation line is like horrifying yeah. from the concept of like you're tripping you you, you you don't know what's going on and people are tying you down to beds making you feel like you're even more stuck in this permanent yeah. state of delirium it's just it just is the worst nightmare yeah all of this is horrible <laughs> Yeah. The 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 mayor of the town said, "Like I've seen healthy men and women suddenly become terrorized, ripping their bed sheets, hiding themselves beneath their blankets to escape the hallucinations." So yeah, it's it's if if you if you if you don't know what's going on, pretty 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 scary. It, except for the poetry guy, good for him. Yeah, good for him. Um, yeah, making the best so, of it. So, but by the time the effects had subsided for everyone affected, uh, which was around like a few days after the initial reported like nausea, like you know, not it it, it didn't affect everyone at the same time. You know, some people got dosed later on. It's it, it's unclear what ex- what exactly because this is the fifties. We didn't have a great idea. Of the exact timeline of, of events, of like when the first effects were felt and like how all the stuff was spaced out. But this whole incident aras- lasted around like a few days. Uh, for like everyone, ev- everyone totaled. Um, it was reported that anywhere between like three hundred to five hundred people had felt the effects. Um, you know, around fifty feeling very, very extreme, like open eye, like hallucinations of objects that aren't even there. Like, like very extreme hallucinations. Um, and and four people did die in connection to the poisoning. Um, at least four people died. It's again, it's unclear for exact numbers for a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Um, an investigation into the sudden outbreak of the madness was promptly underway. Uh, town officials wanted to get to the bottom of this as quickly as possible. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Yeah,
0: you would you would, would want to figure
6: out what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the blame fell onto a single batch of bread. What? So, uh, uh, among uh, the, the, the common denominator among those affected, is that they yep. all allegedly consumed bread yeah. from one specific baker.
0: Yep, that's uh, how it works.
6: He he was accused of using ergot contaminated rye flour, and he yep. was arrested and uh, temporarily imprisoned. Um, also, a nearby miller that he got the flour from was also arrested and given some of the blame. Um, the The funny part is, is that ar- around this time. The French government had a very top-down grain distribution system that rigidly controlled everything about where the grains were milled, where they oh, were yeah. sent, and what bakers could use which flour. So bakers had no choice in what type of flour to use or what type of grain they could use in baking. It was all decided by other people.
0: Yeah, because so, France – bread is like it's a real big deal in it's France. It's pretty, pretty, pretty yeah. important, yeah. For the record, just like ergot poisoning, there are a lot of cases of like different like dancing manias and whatnot in like the medieval in medieval Europe, where like whole towns will be, well, everyone will start like dancing or like hallucinating, and you know they always came down as like these people assumed apocryphal stories about like demon possessions or whatnot. And now a lot of the suspicion is like, oh yeah, some ergot got into the No, yeah, it was it was everybody a, was just ergot, kind of <laughs> <laughs> tripping. Yeah. Ergot poisoning it seems like
6: one of the rougher trips to go on. It's yeah, it's not super um,
0: clean. It's
7: Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight
4: back against crime? Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think, it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: In Similar it's, to
0: ergotin, yeah. Ways, they're yeah. tryptamines that are like really rough, and it's. Oh, I would not. Don't don't do LSA. <laughs> no Hawaiian
6: baby woodrose seeds
0: for. If you're for, going for the pod? to take LSA, then actually like synthesize it you out can, of Hawaiian baby woodrose seeds, can synthesize which is a felony. And, yeah. Which is a felony. It is a felony. Um, but you can just buy Hawaiian baby woodrose seeds and eat them, and
6: you will have maybe the worst trip of your life great advice from from the pod um yeah. so yeah on, on 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 the on the on, on the rye and ergot topic uh the, the past growing season was especially wet and ergot fungi did grow across the country's yeah, rye fields um but the amount of ergot on the rye and the amount of rye used in baking was thought to not be enough to induce any any type of poisoning. Um, in fact, the the last time uh, like, ergot poisoning had struck France was back in eight, was back in 1816, so almost like a century and a half uh, b- before this incident. And not about no, a century. An,
0: if it's the 50s, right? A little less than a century.
6: No. Th- so uh, the, the the last incident was 1816. This was 1950. oh 18, I thought You said 1860. No, no, got Okay, gotcha, 16. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so like a, a century and a half ago, um, and no other towns any, and no other part of France was affected by anything similar to this. Um, so the Ergot thing is kind of iffy. Um, it, it, but the Ergot explanation was the only thing that doctors and investigators could come to due to like you know the, their their limited knowledge around brain-altering substances and just pressure from town officials to get to the bottom of this so that they had something to blame and people could like move on. Um, but, you know, as a result, not much evidence really backs up their, backs up the ergot claim. And a lot of experts today kind of deem it bunk. Um, it it doesn't, there's,
0: and and there's a bunch of like, um, there's this thing, Kaikion that the Greeks would take that was like this Greek hallucinatory thing that they think it was because they were putting grain and wine and it might've been ergot poisoned, but also like people enjoyed it. And so there's a lot of debate over whether or not it could have been ergot, but I don't know. Um, I don't know what else – is there th- other other theories about what it might have oh, been if it wasn't
6: aircraft. Oh, oh, Rob, oh, yes, oh, there is. Oh,
0: boy. Is it the CIA? <laughs> is gonna, it the CIA garrison?
6: We're going to get to it. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, it doesn't really make much sense that the high amounts of ergot rye would only be in one batch of grain used in a single batch of bread from just one bakery in one small town. Doesn't doesn't really make sense. Um other explanations um, that people have come to includes, like, mercury poisoning and overuse of other fungicides. These have been mostly disproven. Yeah, that doesn't um, seem
0: like mercury poisoning.
6: No, but th- th- there is—
0: a guy who likes to drink some mercury, you know. Oh, gee, oh boy.
6: Um, merc on. So, yeah, so there's a lot of other theories around, like, fungicides being used. But those have been kind of disproven by some people, but others still point to them as possible explanations. But, but, there is one other theory that we will focus on. That features two of my favorite things. Okay. Uh, LSD and oh, the nineteen yeah. fifties CIA. Because if you're <laughs> gonna pick a CIA, the, the nineteen fifties one CIA they had the, the most best. fun. They oh had the my most God. fun. Right. Like, and you
0: know who else has a lot of fun, Garrison? Who who? And who would is that be? also the nineteen fifties CIA. Whomst? Our sponsors. Oh really? Yeah, it could them. Happen Here is sponsored only by the 50s, CIA. <laughs> only the one from the 50s. Yeah, when you order any of our prod- products, they will come to your house and inject you with 7,000 hits of LSD.
6: Hey, free, hey! Happens. that is That sounds like a great deal, honestly. You're saving a lot of money. You are saving, yeah. yeah, that is a lot of free acid. A lot of acid for the amount of money you're spending. Mm-hmm.
0: Look, that's this a is, life, this is... you, you won't do more acid, that's for nope.
5: sure. You're, that, that's acid for life. You won't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might, you, you pro, prob, probably you won't have to do it. You won't, you won't have to do any expenses ever again. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll survive. You'll just be a very different
6: person by I mean, the end of the Yeah, you, you won't survive. Your body will. Yeah, no, someone, someone else, else will be
0: inhabiting it at the end of that trip. Time.
6: Someone else will wake up. So, right, speaking and, of waking up, here's adds. all the products. Adds. Yeah.
7: Conquer your New Year's resolution to be more productive with the Before Breakfast podcast. In each bite-sized daily episode, time management and productivity expert Laura Vanderkam teaches you how to make the most of your time, both at work and at home. These are the practical suggestions you need to get more done with your day. Just as lifting weights keeps our bodies strong as we age, learning new skills is the mental equivalent of pumping iron. Listen to Before Breakfast wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Lethal Listeners. Tig here. Last season on
2: Lethal Lit, you might remember I came to Hollow Falls on a mission. Clearing my Aunt Beth's name and making sure justice was finally served. But I hadn't counted on a rash of new murderers tearing apart the town. My mission put myself and my friends in danger. Though it wasn't all bad. I'm
8: gonna be real with you, Tig. I like
2: you. But now... All signs point to a new serial killer in Hollow Falls. If this game is just starting, you better believe I'm going to win. I'm Tig Torres, and this is Lethal Lit.
7: Catch up on Season 1 of the hit murder mystery podcast, Lethal Lit, a Tig Torres mystery, out now. And then tune in for all new thrills in Season 2, dropping weekly starting February 9th. Subscribe now to never miss an episode. Listen to Lethal Lit on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
10: When P.T. Barnum's Great American Museum burned to the ground in 1865, what rose from its ashes would change the world. Welcome to Grim and Mild Presents, an ongoing journey into the strange, the unusual, and the fascinating. For our inaugural season, we'll be giving you a backstage tour of the always complex and often misunderstood cultural artifact that is the American Sideshow. So come along as we visit the shadowy corners of the stage and learn about the people who are at the center of it all. In a place where spectacle was king, we will soon discover there's always more to the story than meets the eye. So step right up and get in line. Listen to Grim and Mild Presents now on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Learn more over at grimandmild.com slash presents.
6: So 1950s CIA, um, wild time. Um, Great time. In 2009, uh, Hank P. Albarelli, an an American writer and journalist, released a book called A Terrible Mistake, which focuses on the suspicious death of a CIA scientist named Frank Olson, who worked Uh on the CIA mind control experiments during the late 40s and early 50s. While researching the book, uh, Alberelli claims to have come across a number of old CIA and White House documents referencing the Pont saint Sprite incident, and he claims that the village was the target of a CIA experiment on the mass effects of LSD, and that around the time that Frank Olson wanted to sever his ties with the Army and CIA, Frank started talking about his participation in the experiment, which may have led to the government offing Olson. So I, I know that is a lot, and it is slightly more than just a speculation. We're going to get into the evidence here shortly. Um but by now it's pretty well known that throughout the 40s, 50s and 60s both the US Army and the CIA tried to use hallucinogenic hallucinogenic drugs such as LSD as both an offensive weapon and as a way to make like psychic super soldiers. So the like MK Ultra, MK Naomi, Project yeah. Bluebird, Project Artichoke. Um Project lots Blue of these Bird? lots of these things were trying to find different ways of using LSD for like yeah. offensive and defensive means. Um some of the interest was promoted by uh, was was prompted by reports of the Soviet Union doing experiments with drugs around the same time. Also, stuff around like you know hype like like uh, like, like you know, psychic powers and and hypnosis. Well, this was very popular around this time for mm-hmm. for lots of different intelligence agencies. Um, but so, Albrelli uh, uncovered a report from 1949 by the director of the Edwood uh, Arsenal, which many uh, which which was where many U.S. government LSD experiments were carried out. And this report stated that the uh, army should do everything everything, as po- everything everything possible to launch so-called field experiments using this drug. And later in his uh, 2009 book, Albrelli claims that he found references to a government document with the label Re, Pont saint esprit and F, Olsen Files, SO, SPAN, Slash, France, Operation File, Inclusive, Olsen, Intel Files, Hand Carry to Bellin. Tell him to see to it that these are buried." Um, this document does exist. Like we, 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 we do have this label on, on this document, um, but like the actual contents of the document are are gone. But this is this is this is this is just Great. like a label that is being referenced. Yeah, as we a just piece know, there was thing. a thing with this yeah. title. Great. Oh boy. So the document label references Frank Olson and David Bellin. So Bellin was the executive director of the Rockefeller Commission, created by the White House in the uh, mid seventies to investigate abuses carried out worldwide by the Central Intelligence Agency. Mm-hmm. So Albrelli believes that the uh, that the Frenchtown LSD incident. Um, which is like the, 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 the Pont Saint-Esprit, which is the name of the town, and the F. Olson files mentioned in, in the document would definitely show that if the document hadn't been buried, as it was said in the, in the label, the CIA it, it would show that the CIA was experimenting on the townspeople by dosing them with what he thinks was LSD. Um, now, there is also a bit more to it than that. Um, using FOIAs, he got a hold of another CIA document, a two-page report from 1954 detailing a conversation between a CIA agent and a representative of the Sandoz Chemical Company. So, the this the Sandoz base was the place where Albert Hoffman invented LSD in 1938. Um hmm. and it was it was it was only a few hundred kilometers away from Pont-Saint-Esprit, the the, the the town where this happened. So, the the the, the 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 chemical company was actually pretty pretty close relatively to like Europe. Um and it was also the only place where LSD was being made at the time. And they were providing both the Army and the CIA with a lot of, a lot of acid. But I mean, they're they also giving it to like, they were also giving it to universities. They gave lots to Timothy Leary initially. They so sure like, did. They were, they were. They did they, give quite a lot to Tim Leary. <laughs>
0: they, were, they were giving it out to a lot
6: of different universities uh, and research people. Yeah. But, including the US government. So the CIA, the CIA agent wrote um, in this report, uh, that was like he was detailing a dinner he had with this representative of the chemical company. And he reported that after having several drinks, the scientists started talking about the Pont Saint Sprite incident. The Sandoz official blurted out, the Pont Saint-Esprit secret was that it was not the bread at all, continued the Sandoz official. For weeks, the French tied up our laboratories with analysis of the bread. It was not the grain ergot. It was a diethyl laminate. Sorry, it's it's the, the last part of the LSD name. Yeah,
0: diethyl acid.
6: The, yeah, the, the laminide like compound. Yeah. So
0: Yeah, lysergic diethyl acid is what LSD stands for.
6: So yeah, he the, the, the scientist said that it was it was like it was like basically an LSD like compound. Um so that's that was the that was a report detailing like a dinner that a CIA agent had with this scientist. Um and that document was uncovered. That was it was from like the fifties. Now this 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 next part has a little bit less proof to it because there's no documents backing this up. But Alberelli also claims that during his digging. Two former CIA researchers reached out to him and revealed that uh, revealed some details, of, well, some possible details of the method of the poisoning. They told him that the village was subjected to an air blitz of pulverized LSD. Holy shit! What? They, they
0: acid bombed
6: oh. him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I'm sorry. That's fucking
6: based. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> to force the townspeople into taking the substance through the air, according yeah. to the researchers, this manner of, distri- of this manner of distribution proved mostly unsuccessful. Um, forcing the CIA to move on to phase two, which was contaminating local food. So apparently, the air if the if the, if the air blitz was a thing, it didn't it work didn't super do well. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's
0: that's a bummer. That's, yeah, I know.
6: Although, actually. We I was about, about
0: to have Sophie buy us a plane.
6: We will, we, will talk, we, will talk, we will talk about this later, but um the CIA did uh do more air blitzing um uh of uh, of acid in New York City, actually. They would ride <laughs> around in cars um in like poorer in poorer, more like m- multicultural areas, um shooting God, LSD Jesus. out of the back of the car to see what would happen to people. I mean, <laughs> take out the
0: racism, and that really is a dream job. Just <laughs> driving around cities. air dosing people with acid at random smoking cigarettes probably
6: oh my god so with the conclusion drawn that it was one of the town's bakeries being the source of the poisoning Alberelli says it was possible that lsd was put in or onto the bread um so yeah (laughs) and uh also uh, lots of the scientists uh, lots of the scientists dispatched to investigate the poisoning after it took place were actually from the sandoz chemical company um, they studied the situation for like two or three weeks um, and gave the explanation that would later be kind of disproven uh, that it was ergot poisoning, which they, they told the town officials and the British Medical Journal. Um, what, what, what no one knew at the time was that, one, the existence of LSD in the first place, um, and two, that Sandoz was the company making it and giving these drugs to the U.S. Army and to the CIA. Um, and apparently Albert, apparently Albert Hoffman himself went to the town to investigate this incident. Um So, yeah, uh, one last thing on, like, the physical evidence side of things. Um, Alborelli also found an undated White House document that appeared to be part of a larger file that had been sent to members of the Rockefeller Commission, uh, containing the names of two French nationals who had been secretly employed by the CIA and made direct references to the, quote, «Pont Saint-Esprit incident». Um, also it was linked uh, the, the document linked a uh, former CIA biological warfare expert and the chief of the Fort Derrick's Special Operations Division so those oh, were all boy. places that they were experimenting with this similar kind of thing yeah um, we, we, we have mentioned the Rockefeller Commission a few times now. Uh, if you remember, the name's uh, uh, Frank Olson, the guy, the, one of the CIA researchers on LSD, and uh, David Bellin. They were, they, were, they were on the label of that missing document. Uh, so but Bellin was the executive director of the White House Commission to investigate the CIA's abuses and crimes, which was called the Rockefeller Commission. Uh, it was formed by President Ford in 1975 to investigate abuses and other activities by the CIA and a few other intelligence agencies that were operating within the states. Um, so the Rockefeller Commission revealed not only – like it, so the reason why we know about MKUltra was because of the Rockefeller Commission. This is, this is how we know this was a thing. Um, so it not only revealed stuff about like, M- programs around MKUltra, but it also revealed the details of the CIA dosing their own scientist, Frank Olson, with LSD and possibly killing him. Um, there's also, like, there's, like, a Netflix series about this called, uh, Woodward, which I haven't, I haven't actually watched yet, so I don't know how good or accurate it is, but they did, they did make a series a few years ago about the death of Frank Olson, mm. um, and all of the weird, sketchy stuff surrounding both his job and, yeah. and, 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 and his death. Yeah. Um. We do
0: love the CIA, <laughs> folks.
6: Uh-huh. <laughs> So the, the, the commission also uh, concluded that the head of the CAA's LSD program, Dr. Sidney uh, uh, destroyed all of the drug program's records in 1973 to hide the details of possibly illegal actions, and he was personally involved in the torture of Frank Olson. Uh, 20 years after Mr. Olson's death and 10 years after the LSD experiments were halted, uh, Dr. Gottlieb ordered the destruction of all the records of the program, including a total of 152 separate files. This came shortly after other reports that uh, that that records were being destroyed by Richard Helms, the the, the, the then director of Central Intelligence. So... It's undoubtedly true that the CIA was up to up to some shit involving LSD around around the exact time period of this French town incident.
0: Yeah, Um, it's certainly not like you're not coming out of nowhere suggesting the CIA may have dosed all these people. No, but but, they did it to a
5: bunch of folks. If they didn't do it here, they'd done similar shit. It's it's, it's also it's also worth mentioning at this point that like this is like the point where the CIA is also running this like enormous heroin network out of France. As like, basically, have this whole. They have this deal with the French, where they're like, okay, so the French mob can like, basically move all the heroin they want in exchange. They'll like stop the communists from taking control of the point of Marseilles. And so this is this is all also going on, like, at the same time that they're doing the LSD stuff. It's great.
6: Yeah, so there's, there's some historians that think the LSD theory does not hold enough water. Um, Stephen Kaplan is a U.S. historian specializing in the French food history and the author of the 2008 book Cursed Bread, which follows this incident. Um, he says that he is. Uh, I have numerous objections to this paltry evidence that this uh, that this against the CIA. First of all, it's clinically incoherent. LSD takes effects in just a few hours, whereas the inhibitants where the inhibitors showed symptoms only after thirty six hours or more. Furthermore, LSD does not cause the, di- di- the digestive elements or the vegetative effects described by the townspeople. Um, and so, to both those claims, I say. They're not necessarily true. Um, it's, it's it's unclear how soon the delirious effects took place. For some people, they were the first effect felt. Um, so the whole thing about like the effects only taking effect after 36 hours—that's not that's not necessarily true. Um, and also LSD can definitely have nauseating or digestive effects. Oh um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so that's, that's that's not that's yeah. And and but but like there were other types of symptoms that are not common for what we think of as like modern LSD. Yeah, but so- again, this is the 1950s and we don't know what they were actually on. It did it, it's maybe not it may not be what we think of as like LSD now. It could be slightly you know that this is a whole class of psychoactive drugs that's un- unclear what they were all actually being dosed with.
0: Yeah, who the fuck knows what they were being given and who the fuck knows what the actual, like, dose amount was. Yeah, yeah. we have no we have no idea. And um, it's also, you know, I think it's leery was the origin of the phrase that, like, the things that determine what happens on a trip are set setting and dose. So your mindset, where you take it and who you take it around and the dose and uh, the fact that these are somewhat unique symptoms could be to the fact that, like, o- other people taking acid have never taken it this way, uh, where this, your whole this town context, is all dosed yeah. at once without knowing what acid is. Like,
6: yeah. <laughs> So yeah. <laughs> um, Ka- Kaplan's other objections revolve around like the delivery system. He says, it, it's absurd, this idea of transmitting a very toxic drug by putting in by putting it in the bread. As for pulverize to get for ingestion through the air, that technology wasn't even possible at the time. Most compellingly, why would they choose the town of, of Pont Saint-Esprit to conduct these tests? It was half destroyed by the U.S. Army during fighting with the Germans in the Second World War. It makes no sense. And, and to that I say... That makes it the perfect town for the CIA to fuck with? Yeah, I mean, like, the CIA did that's, like, dose, that's, <laughs> that's, Yeah,
0: like... They generally would choose to dose
6: someone with acid because it sounded funny. Like, yeah, like they didn't give uh, a like, shit. I think the fact that this town was already kind of, like, only half inhabited and half destroyed by the, by the Second World War, that makes it the perfect town to fuck with. Like... Yeah. And also they also the CIA and the government very much did have the means to try to distribute stuff via the air because we can see other CIA we can see other documents around the time of them doing this to specific areas of of new york city they also tried to poison the entire new york subway with lsd in the 50s but that was shut down by higher ups in in the central intelligence agency. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, unfortunately <laughs> god what a time that would have been but uh. but cap uh but, but kaplan isn't sure urgot's the responsible either um he says that Ergot contamination would not have worked because it doesn't make sense that only one sack of grain would have been affected um and he says if it was Ergot, the the effects would have been way more widespread. Yeah, that does sounds. He yeah. rules out LSD in the grounds of the symptoms that people suffered, although similar don't quite fit what we modernly think of of the drug also i don't i don't, I don't think kaplan's ever taken lsd so i don't think yeah, he actually I, knows yeah. what he's talking about <laughs> i think he's right um,
0: about it probably not being air got, but i don't think he knows much yeah about he he
6: also LSD he list. also he also points out that lsd probably wouldn't have survived the fierce temperatures of the baker's oven although uh, Alberelli counters that it could have been, that lsd could have been added after the fact to, to like the surface of the bread sure yeah you could just drop it on you could, you could just drop it on with like with like liquid blotters which would also ex- yeah. explain how the effects were so different from person to person because yep. one person may be having a whole drop of LSD, where some maybe, maybe only have like a tiny little like, you know, speck of like, speck of like, like moist liquid. For on sure. So it, it, that can explain some things. But you know, this is still pretty much a mystery, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's very clear, it, it, this, it, it very very well could have been some kind of hidden LSD CIA experiment. Um Or the CIA could have just been, you know, interested in studying what happened in the town since they were also doing studies into psychoactive su- substances at the time. Um It could be either or. Um, and that's where it's spooky because you'll never know. So yes, that is that is the spooky incident of a French town basically thinking that they lost their minds, and then Uh, you know they you love to see it. Do we? I think it's funny. (laughs) It is a little funny. It is definitely a little funny. Um, it's it is a great example of like the worst way to trip.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that uh, that's that's pretty high up there. Um. Anyway, critical support to the CIA for dosing <laughs> random people with acid. Always one of my favorite sets of stories. You you love to see it.
6: So, yeah, tune tune in, tune in tomorrow for more spooky tales. For another spooky story. <laughs> and you can follow the spooky social media that poisons your brain at, at Twitter.com. Happen <laughs> HappenHerePod and CoolZone Media, which, yes, Twitter will poison your brain. That is just as spooky. Um. Way more spooky.
0: Way worse for your brain than surprise CIA acid, to be honest. The acid wears off.
6: We need everything you got fast, waiting on reparations, we be the illest podcast.
9: Tune in every Thursday, politics and wordplay, we fight for the people cause they got us in the worst way,
6: from the hill to Brazil, Bombay to Kanye,
9: from the left enclave to what the neocons say,
6: every Thursday cop the heady conversation, and And
9: break us off with some bread cause we waiting waiting on on reparations. reparations. Listen to Waiting on Reparations on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: The art world, it is essentially a money laundering business.
4: The best fakes are still hanging on people's walls, you know. They don't even know or suspect that they're fakes.
3: I'm Alec Baldwin, and this is a podcast about deception, greed, and forgery in the art world.
4: I just walked in and saw this bright red painting presuming to be a Rothko.
3: Of course, art forgeries only happen because there's money to be made. A lot of money. I'm listening to how what they're paying for these things. It was incredible amounts of money. You knew the painting was fake. Um. Listen to Art Fraud starting February 1st on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Apple
2: Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far...